This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Shall we Welcome to War Games Wednesday. I want to thank everybody for jumping in this prior to Christmas week. And I am very excited, as I had posted earlier, to bring on board to be the guest trainer today, a dear friend of mine, uh, Jennifer Lee. Jennifer is a very successful individual in the financial services world, and she's fantastic at building a team of people that are extremely loyal to her. And so I wanted to bring her on to have her discuss some of the topics in sales that she goes through consistently. Uh, Larry Schneider out on Facebook. How are you, Larry? Miss Edna Jimenez is out there. Luigi, wave at Edna. Yes. So perfect. There we go. Edna said, Joe's surrounded by ladies. Look at that. Yes, I am. And that was after Luigi joined. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Wow, that escalated yeah. quickly. I was just going to say that's nothing new, but right. wow. Okay. Yes. Fantastic. So um, I want to turn this over. Miss Jennifer Lee, could you give us a little bit about all the mass success that you have brought up? Natalie Esman knows you, adores you as well. And so uh, we all used to work in one office at one time. And then Jennifer just got too big for all of us and bounced out of it. Andre Torres, welcome as well out on Facebook. So we we're getting up over into the double digits on Facebook. So Miss Jennifer Lee, welcome to War Games. Hi, Joe. Nice <laughs> to see you, my friend. It's good to see you too. We we don't live far away from each other. We just never see each other. Yes. So, <laughs> but so well, talk to me a little bit. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm just excited to be here. You you've always been a big part of you know my career in regards to my business. You've always been a great mentor and a friend. And when you asked me to be here, um, it was just a, a big honor. And we haven't done this ever, I think, right? No, this is our first never. time. But uh, you know, so we'll go easy on you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually my first broadcast on Facebook, so I am a little bit nervous, and, and you know my personality, but, you know, the thing is, there's a difference between personal and, you know, our career and what we do as a profession, 
And with what we do out there, especially nowadays where people need our help more and more, um, you know, is very vital to come out of our shell. I remember when I first met you, Anita, you know, I would be hiding in the corner, trying not to talk to anybody and, and trying to be kind of, you know, I was like, you know, my three, I started the three foot, six foot rule way, way before. <laughs> you were social distancing before <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yours was I, just not fear of disease, just fear of having to talk to people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, you know, being in the field of a people, you know, people business, you know, you have to get over it because it's really about the other people and not yourself. And so I'm really um, glad to be here. So you t you asked me to uh, speak about um, maybe just a few topics and then we'll keep this very short. Absolutely, yes? absolutely. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and start by um, sharing my screen if I can. Um, and I got a little short PowerPoint that just to give you some, you know, everybody's kind of in the holiday mood and everybody kind of wants to, you know, like, okay, we're shut down, you know, let's do this, you know, and get over over with. And then let's get into the festivities of, of the holidays and so forth. But, you know, these are good points to kind of remember at the end of the year, uh, because we really do definitely want to start the new year with a big bang. And we've just, you know, we've, you know, really gone through too much of this, of, you know, being able to, you know, we're at home now, we're in a different environment, we're in different kind of industry, or our industries have all changed. A lot of us have gone through virtual training, coding, learning how to do Zoom and so forth. So I just want to make, just check to make sure that my screen is showing. Joe, is that, a, is it showing? Closing is helping? Absolutely. Okay, Closing great. with a Z. Yeah. Yes. On purpose, just to be okay. different. Let's just, just qualify that in the beginning because Stacy already took notes that you spelled closing wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Charles Coachman, how are you, Mr. Unparty person that's out there? So, yeah, well, we, we, we spell it with a Z because, you know, it really, it just to be different because we're with the way we close and the way that really there's, there's the traditional way, which is salesy. And then there's the other way where we're going out there and helping people and educating them. And there is a big difference. So we don't want to be categorized in one big pile. And so S is the old way. We say the Z is the new way. Because you, if you're not closing, you're not helping. And that's really important. You know, people say that, you know, I don't want to be a salespeople. I don't want to be a salesperson. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be salesy. And then the first thing they do is be salesy. And so we got to remind people that we are in a good position and opportunities with what, no matter what kind of industry you're in, you know, we are closing all the time. Anybody married, anybody girlfriend, boyfriend, anything, we're always closing. And so we're, we don't go and sell people, we close, right? And so one of the biggest things and biggest hurdles that people um, run into is really that they're scared. Uh, we, we deal with that all the time. We, you know, we interview every single day. We got hundreds and hundreds of people each month coming in to come into our spe uh, specific um, program. And the fact is that the first thing they say is I'm scared, I'm scared, but you know, one of the biggest things that's really come out of this, um, this you know, time is that we just realized that job security is not as secure as a lot of people have thought. And so now people are looking to other opportunities, other you know, avenues and other income streams. And so I think it is important that we learn the basics of what it takes to be a closer. And I think that's a really good term, not a bad term. I think in the old ways where we're, we, we spell it with the S, it may be 
stand for pushy and salesy and you know that you know all of that and it's not it's coming to it's evolved into a position and a career that we actually go out there and make a difference and i'm really proud of it i'm very very proud of it so points to cover that we're going to cover really quick today is face face-to-face -face relations now that includes zoom you know i see that because i see you joe right now i see you natalie i see you stacy right and so it is still face-to-face -face, no matter if we're meeting them in person or we're meeting them virtual it's still face-to-face where, where most people drop the ball, and then we're going to talk a little bit about follow-up, um, because I think that's one of the biggest things that people fail to do, and that's where they're losing, uh, losing their clients or losing their prospects, right? And then helping through trust. I'm in an industry that we don't actually have a physical, physical product that we hand over. We're not in the barter system where you give me cash or you give me money and I handed you a product or a pen or what have you. I'm in the industry of finance, which means that it has to do with a lot about trust. And so I'm going to kind of share a little bit about that. You know, this is, I don't know who this picture is, but they, this is, you know, they did a really good job on, on, on uh, Photoshop and I appreciate whoever did it for me. That just means you're a realtor? Because, yeah, the, the difference is your picture still looks like you. So you oh, go, so go find a picture from when you were 18, Photoshop, <laughs> put it up, and then you're a real in real estate. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, Anna, I, I know, I got my, my J-Lo hoops today, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But um, this is just a little bit uh, to tell you a little bit about me. But the biggest thing that I feel very proud of what I used to be embarrassed about is that I am a cancer survivor and I am a stroke survivor. And when Joe and Anita met me, we I met them, you know, I was still stuttering. Um, I had just recovered from a stroke and I, I was blind and paralyzed for a bit and my half of my body was frozen. I couldn't walk, talk, and I was getting over that. And uh, that's why I was in the corner and I didn't want to take pictures because I felt like my face was always drooping sideways and I was stuttering. So I didn't really want to talk to people. And they just, you know, they just said, no, this is not going to help you at all. You got to get out of that mode and start saying to yourself that you're beautiful, saying, go out there and take some pictures and just keep on, you know, giving you yourself those affirmations. And that's what we got to do when we're in the sales industry you know we're out there helping people we got one of the most important things that you could start off your day by doing is your affirmations because if you don't believe in yourself please don't expect other people to believe in you right and it's about right. you not the product okay so let's talk about face-to-face -face relations and you know whether it be actual or whether it be virtual like i just said it is the same thing it really is and i think it's important that we have that communicate that interaction you know even though you can't go out there and hug anybody or you know give them high fives like we used to you know the fact is this seeing people every single day interacting with them it's a blessing there's a lot of people that don't have that opportunity and if you have the opportunity when people want to meet you virtually don't hide don't hide you know you can wear whatever you want to wear, wear on the top and we say you know professional on the top and party on the bottom but just get it just get in front of camera and have that interaction because you're not going to move you're not going to do things without that face to face so i always start off with watch your language you know and i'm not talking about cussing or, or so forth you know 
the one thing that you, most people and I think that they miss is that they're not talking the correct language. And I'm not talking about Korean or English or Spanish or German. I'm talking about the language that we say, we say, we call it the star. We call it the star. And the star stands for S-T-A-R. S stands for structure, T stands for technical, A stands for action, and R stands for relation. And there's four, four types of languages. And we say, determine whoever you're talking to, whether it be virtual or actual, face-to-face, -face, is that you've got, the first thing that you should always keep in mind is look for their star. What is their star? Are they a structured person? Are they a technical person? Are they an action person? And are they a relationship person? If you get this, man, when I learned this, man, it just changed my life. It changed my career. And, and every year, every semester, every year, I, I always teach about this because it's so, so important to understand. And it's not who you are, it's whoever you're talking to. So let's say that I'm, I'm speaking to Joe. Joe, he is an action relationship person, okay? He is an action relationship person in my eye. So we're gonna talk about taking action and we're gonna talk about our friendship. If I go into little details of how the little rigid works and all of that, I don't know. I, I talked to Jose and he, like, he falls asleep in the first two minutes about that, right? And so you've got to determine what the person that you're listening to or who you're talking to, what is their language and talk to them. If they're a structured person, check off, uh, check off list, um, you know, manuals, things like that. Those, they really love that. I, I know that Natalie, she's a very structured person. I remember her to be, you know, and she's very, very organized. And so I would talk to her like, Natalie, we need to do this first and maybe with this and this is that. She's like, got it, got it, good, let's do it, right? And then there's supposed to be some people that are very technical. This is the people that will read the car, ma car manual before they start driving it. Those are people, if you start talking about, well, we can hang out and drink coffee. They're like, no, I just want to get the manual and read it through and I'll talk to you later about it. So those are all different. So make sure that you determine whoever you're talking to, make sure that you determine what language are they speaking and then go from there. Okay. Another thing that's really, really good that I do is what we call the ladder system, the ladder system. So L stands for look at them in the eyes. Now, this is maybe a little bit hard in Zoom because, you know, you're looking at a monitor, but find where your camera is and look at them. You know, one of my clients, they said, Jennifer, you know, I just have one question. I said, okay, we went through his estate planning. We went through all of this stuff. And I said, uh -huh. he goes, I have one last question. I said, what is it? He goes, how are you looking at me? And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, how are you looking at me? I feel like you're looking straight at me. And I said, because I'm not really looking at you. I'm looking at the camera lens. So when you're on Zoom, make sure, like you see, Joe, boom, there you go, right? So make sure that you're looking at the lens and not at the person, right? I'm looking at Brian right now, but he's down here, but the camera is up here. So look at them in the eyes. It's very, very you're important. You're doing amazing. You're doing amazing. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, she is so locked on to everybody. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I have, I have to move just in general. I have to move the Zoom meeting behind my camera so that like, so right now you're right next to my camera. So if I'm looking here and I have the PowerPoint on this side, so, so that way I can stay looking instead of keep doing this and do this and do this. Yes. 
Yes, it's very, very important. And it's strategic. It's very strategic because you got to look at people on purpose, on purpose, right? And so that's, that, I think that's very, very important. The next one is ask questions and stop talking. Ask questions and stop talking so much. Nobody, they were not there to, to hear you. They, they want to talk. And so make sure that you're asking a lot of questions instead of talking. You know, we always say, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about it. You listen to ask a question. You don't listen to respond. Okay. The next one is don't interrupt people. Don't interrupt people. Let them finish their sentences. You know, I, you know, I, I have a couple of uh, gal pals and this is, and I just, I just laugh at it because every time I say something, they're like, oh, I know, I know. Oh, no, 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 no. And you're just like, okay, don't worry about it. You know, it, it becomes a little bit comical, right, Joe? Yeah, it's Natalie. I know. So <laughs> I just called her out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I do that a lot. I, 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 when I'm sitting out there, because I try to give people time, right? And when, as they're talking, but I laugh because Netta and one of her friends, when they sit and talk, neither one lets the other finish, right? And they go back and, and I'm like, how can stop let them to and they're like neither one of them hears the other person cut off the other person they're just like we're just running to the next the next topic next topic let's go and i'm like what <laughs> but it's exactly true. exactly so be careful be careful with that count to you know count two seconds or three seconds before you start talking and maybe you know and then gives them a chance to finish up their sentences so that's really important don't change the subject that is very important because we're going to tend to try to, you know, navigate, you know, navigate them to a subject that we want to talk about, but maybe they don't want to talk about it. So make sure that you're ready to put down your pen. If you're talking about something and they just start changing the subject, put down your pen and really go with it because they're, you're there for them. They're not there for you. So make sure that you're not changing the subject. Empathize, you know, you got to make them, you got to let them know that you feel for them. You know, people don't care unless they know that you care. So you make sure that you empathize. And the last one is respond. Respond to exactly what they're telling you, not what you want to tell them. Okay. So be careful in regards to your response. So I really, I, I, I use that so much and it really, really helps. There's a few more, um, you know, a few more points that I want to talk about at this point is that you are also scared. They're also scared. So when somebody shows up to a meeting, I was telling Joe right now, you know, about how I'm feeling right now. And he says, don't worry about it, LOL, right? And so there's two people that show up to a meeting and both of you are scared. So one of you guys have to be the adult, okay? And let that be you. Let that be you. So it's okay, you're scared. They're scared too. So it's okay. Both of you are scared. Not, and even though they don't say so, they are scared, okay? Body language and tone is super important. One of the biggest things that I like to do is really mimic. And so somebody's, you know, you know, kind of going forward, I'll go forward, if they go back, I'll go back. They're like this, I'll be like this. Mimic their tone, mimic their body language. When you're on Zoom, let them see your hands. Let them see your hands. Have them eat. You can't move around, but your hands can. Let them see your hands. Don't go like this because then now you're robbing them. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but speak, you know when um, singers are singing, you know, and they're like, 
you know, I don't know, all I wanted for Christmas, whatever the Mariah Carey, but when she goes like this, you know, it really puts an emphasis in what you're saying, especially if you're speaking to a crowd, make sure that they're looking at your hands and body language is very important. And they want to be helped and not educated. And so some people take it to the extreme and say, well, I'm there to educate. And they say like the 20 benefits of a product. They didn't want, they didn't need that. They didn't want that. They actually want to be helped. And so be careful in regards to that. Don't sell the product, sell the solution. All right. So next one, uh, 1.2 is that, um, especially on zoom meetings, because I had another friend that had come on. If you have a pen in your hand, when you show your hands on a zoom, it actually gives them the impression that you're smarter than who you are. Ah, right. So I always have a pen. Now I'm ADHD. So I'm always flipping my pen. And I do that so that I can focus. So that's what it is. But I always have to bring my hand down. Right. And I yeah. bring my hand down because if I bring it down, then I'm like, oh, now you can't watch it. Because if you're ADHD, like Natalie, she'll just stare at my at my pen flipping to see if I'm going to drop it. So yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And Netta did say that that's because her and her friend know exactly what the other one was going to say. That's why they interrupt. <laughs> that's friendship. That's friendship right there. <laughs> okay. All right. So the next subject we're talking about today is follow-up. Follow-up is where the ball is normally dropped. And this is going to be the difference between an amateur and a professional. Okay, so amateurs know how to start, but they don't know how to finish. The professionals will know how to finish because they follow up and they get it done. People don't care unless you show them that you care. So sometimes they're just kind of seeing how much you care. So they'll actually kind of play a little bit hard to get and see if you actually. Now, one of the things that you don't want to do is chase them because they'll start running. And so you got to do a follow-up, but do it as subtle, subtly so that they don't start to run. Because imagine if I'm here and I, and I know Natalie, she likes to have fun. And then she's standing and I go, Natalie, and I just start charging and running after her. She's going to just start to run. And she doesn't even know why she's running. But because I'm running so fast at her, she's going to run. So be careful in regards to that. Timing is super, super important. You know, the first 24 hours, the first three days, those are very important. The clock starts now, right? And so you have to have a sense of urgency, an urgency to help them, an urgency to finish up. Remember what we talked about, be a finisher, not just a starter, okay? And everybody wants to be VIP. So when you are you know, trying to either sell someone or close somebody, you want them to give you what? Priority. So when you call them, you want them to answer and give you a yes. When you need a form signed, you want them to answer and get that form signed and scanned and emailed to you right away. Well, the thing is this, you got to make them feel like they're VIP for them to make you feel like you're VIP. It goes both ways and it starts with you first. So everybody wants to be VIP, but you got to start it. And it doesn't have to do with money. You got to get into the habit and used to treating everybody like VIP because you're, and it's like, well, then that's not VIP. It's like, yeah, because my company is the VIP company. So therefore anybody related to my company is VIP. So that's why everybody in my company is VIP compared to the rest of the other competition. Okay. So it doesn't mean that it's like, oh, you're just being phony. Everybody's VIP. Yeah, no, but my company is VIP, you know, in regards to the industry. Okay. 
All right, cool. So the last subject, the last subject, you know, that Joe asked me to talk about is how do you help people in regards to when you don't have an actual product, but it's more like a service. And like we, like I said, you know, we are in the financial industry. So we're helping people. We're, you know, helping them with their planning and strategies and leadership and all of that sort of thing. But there's, it's not a barter system where I, you buy something and I hand you a product right? It's actually, I help you put your money in your money, your account, your money in your own account. So it's not something I take from you. It's actually just trying to help you move things around for yourself, not for me, right? And so how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, there's a certain points that, that, you know, that we could talk about, but the biggest thing that I've learned through my years is that they have to like you and trust you. They have to like you and trust you. If you're not likable, and definitely people can't trust you, you, it doesn't matter how good your product is. Let's say your product is kind of so-so, but you're likable and, you, and the people trust you, you're gonna do really, really well. So make sure the first thing about them is to sell them that you're likable and sell them that you're trustworthy more so than the product. Everything else will follow through. Everything else comes right after it, right? So why do we talk about, uh, what do we talk about after that? We talk about selling them the dream and not the product, right? Selling them the dream of the product or the solution. So the first thing that I always say is find out the why, right? And then match the solution, not the product. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what brand, what product, it's really the solution that's the most important thing. So number one, it's the why, and number two, it's the solution. Number one is the why, and it's the solution, and the dream of finding a solution, not the dream of finding a product. When you do that, you'll be less and less compared to in regards to your competition. So no matter what industry you're in, if you're about selling the dreams, finding out the why and selling the solution, right? There's no comparison because there's going to be no one like you in the industry. And we found that to work over and over again. Okay. Listen, not to respond, but to ask a question. And we, I already talked about that a little bit, but it's super important. You know, I listen to people and I don't try to find them an answer. I try to find them a question because on there's first level, second level, third level, fourth level. And most people do not know what they want. Most people do not know what they want. And they're asking somebody to come down and, 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 and really narrow it down to the simple, to the simple. So, you know, I'm in the financial industry and, you know, it's really sad, but, you know, we ask people like, well, do you have a 401k? Yes. How much, what is your balance? I don't know. Well, how much do you put in a month? I don't know. Do you know what you're invested in? I don't know. What was the last time that you read your 401k statement? I don't know. It's like, really? But this is your money. This is your money. And they said, well, you know, so-and-so tried to tell me that this is this and this is this. Well, they were wrong because they were trying to give you a product not a solution. And so what we try to do is ask more questions. And then you know what happens when you're really good at it? The client closes themselves. You know, we got to give the respect. You expect to be respected by your client. Make sure that you respect your client enough that they're able to choose for themselves. 
all you need to do is narrow it down, narrow it down, and they're able to actually choose for themselves of what it is, okay? Right, almost, uh, almost done. Some of the other things that really, I feel that's important is first impressions. You know, uh, make sure that you're on time, don't be late, make sure that you're dressed proper. It's always, to, always better to be overly dressed than underdressed, especially on Zoom. If it's a business meeting, dress up as a business person. If it's a business meeting, dress up as a business person. Do not say, well, they're gonna be casual, so I'm gonna be casual. Well, they could be casual because they're a client and that's not their profession. But if you're a business person, dress up as a business person because why? It's a business meeting, okay? Uh, keeping your word, make sure that you, you know, keep your word. If they don't trust you, it doesn't matter what you have to offer. They're not gonna, it doesn't matter. It, they, they'll go for somebody that they trust more than somebody that has a better product and keep it very, very simple. However, like I said in the beginning, when you have technical people, you always need backup. So for me, when I used to talk with, uh, speak with clients, I would always keep it very simple. It was just a pen and a blank piece of paper, a pen and a blank piece of paper, and I'm ready to take notes. But in my bag, I had brochures, books, articles. I mean, you know, copies of, you know, illustrate. I had like all these things in my bag as a backup. But 98% of the time, I never took it out, but I will, it was always there just in case. So if you're a professional, what do you do? You keep it super, super simple, but make sure that you always have backup. All right? Okay. All right. So um, just, just last notes here, guidance, educate, freedom of choices and solutions. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're here for. That's what the sales part is. We guide them, we educate them, we give them the freedom of choice by giving them options and therefore they get their solutions. Remember that it's never about just sitting there and telling them the 10 ways that they could use your product, okay? Let's talk about this here really quick is this, you know, if you're in a business, you're in an industry where you're doing sales or, you know, or have the opportunity to be your own boss, have the freedom to do it. This is a time where you have to rev it up, not decrease. We've expanded tremendously this year and it's worked out really well, right? We're working harder. You know, I, you know, I used to go to the office two or three you know, days of the week. Now I'm working 12 hours a day, six days a week, and it feels great. It's become more of a lifestyle because there's so many people that need help right now and max out your resources. And that's including networking, max out your network, max out the people that you're talking to, reach out to them, help each other, right? Have a plan, execute it and keep your calendar full. Okay. Last notes, mindset, stability, and focus. Um, this is where you're going to lose it. This is the determination. Are you that senior or are you just a trainee? Trainees come in and they have a mindset all over the place. They don't, they're not stable emotionally and their focus is everywhere. The experts like Joe and Natalie and Nita, they're all like, you know what they do? They're so like, they have strong mindset, they're focused and they have that stability and that's going to determine. And how do you do that? It's a choice and you've got to work on it. It's not something that will come natural, okay? You could have a bad year or you could have a good year. That is all up to you. It's all up to you, but just know people like you are needed. They're needed because we have purpose 
We have vision and we have courage to go out there and kill it. All right, you guys, it's been a great pleasure, Joe. And, and uh, thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you, Jennifer. That was amazing. And to the point, I like it. And you've been racing through. I was laughing. I was like, I'm like, she's like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. Right. From when I met Jennifer till now, nobody would ever believe it's the same person that's there. So yeah. Um, yeah. No, you, and, you and Nita were a big part of that. Does anybody have any questions? Now, I do have a question out. Uh, Facebook had a couple things that jumped up. Um, so Edna came back in and said, on the, in regards to follow-up, she asked, um, what's the line between following up and chasing? So oh, that, that's good. It's actually, okay. So chasing is when you're really, so when you call a client, they know why you're calling. Okay, so chasing is telling them over and over again why you're calling. Okay, following up is saying, hi, Joe, how's it going? You know, how's the holidays treating you? Happy Wednesday, what's going on? Now, if I didn't even, I didn't even tell Joe why I'm calling him, but he knows exactly why I'm calling him because there's only one thing that he owes me that he needs to do for me. And so it's really in how you, what, remember we talked about the professional and the amateur. The professionals just what? Like we were talking about Nita and her and, and her and her friend. Well, I don't need to. You know, we know what each other's. We're you know, I know what she's thinking. She knows what I'm thinking. Same with your clients. And so when you're following up, you could be subtle about it, but you don't, and you don't have to be nagging about it. Fantastic. On Facebook, Edna said, "There's Netta." Yes. So now that she's there, so. <laughs> But yeah, so we're getting a lot of great comments on Facebook. Anybody else have a question for Jennifer? Because I want to be respectful for her time. I want to get to the point, you know, you know me, by 2.40, I want to be gone and done. Um, but uh, anything else for Jennifer? You've done amazing. So impressed. Oh, so, thank you. Thank you. But, uh, Josiah said, what's the best way to follow up? Are there specific questions to build uh, some rapport to check in? Is there something that you would have to do? You know, one of the one of the things that you know, you know, there's so many things. It really depends on your style. You know, for me, on my style is I always, you know, I'm a giver, so I send little edibles and little written notes, um, little texts. Um, you know, those kind of things. But you know, a, a big question that a lot of people ask me is, well, how do you get them to respond on the follow up? You know, and so this is how you 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 know what I do a lot is that you know you you will you will text them or you will call them okay or you're going to email them there's normally three ways you're not going to stop them and go to their office and you know don't do that okay that's stalking and so you do a combination not just one so some people they just text and then text and the text and the text and the text okay or some people will call and call and call and call you got to learn how to kind of do the combination. So sometimes what I would do is I will call them and you will see that a lot of people right now, they're texting. So calling them actually is different, you know? And this is what I like to do is that I will call them just to be different. And then I will leave a message and I'm expecting to leave a message and I'm hoping to leave a message. I expect them to leave a message. And then I text them and I say, Oh, Joe, I just gave you, I, I just called you and left you a voicemail. And this is what I said. Nice. Okay. So that way you're in, you're in on every possible way. 
Yes. Now the next time I call them, they're going to go, oh, I need to pick up the phone because she's going to text me anyway. <laughs> she's going to text me again. <laughs> right. I agree. So um, I usually will jump in there when I, when I leave a message and I tell them, look, man, it's important that I hear back from you. If I don't, I'll give you a call in two hours. And then I'll give them a second call in two hours. Typically, I can increase the, them actually picking up the phone by the third time I call because they're like, the psycho's going to call again. So I might as well pick up the phone and answer it. And that way you can actually have that conversation. So. I think that's wonderful. That's a very good. Uh, but the threatening of the next call makes me realize that I should probably just answer your call because you're not going to go away. So very much so, very much so, you know, and I, I, I think follow up and, you know, and don't work with people that you don't like, which means that if they're a client, make them your friend. They are your friends, you know, and if you're really good at your profession and your career, you're going to have these clients for, you know, for a long, long time. And so don't just treat them like you're going to only see them or talk to them for the deal. You know, they do become your friend. In our industry, you know, I say, well, I'm going to service you not for the rest of your life, actually probably until the rest of my life. And I've had, you know, unfortunately, I've had clients that passed away and then now we're helping their kids with their estate planning. And so make sure that you are, you know, they do know that you're there to me, you know, to be your friend and you are there for the long term. Fantastic. That's fantastic. Any other questions? Edna said, thank you, Jennifer. It's amazing. You can review the comments on Facebook when you go back later. She'll do that. It's the being in front of the camera that she's not. <laughs> and what I think is great, like she texts me beforehand. She's like, <sighs> and I'm like, okay, just breathe. I'm like, she's been on stage speaking to thousands of people. And I'm like, we're on a Zoom and on Facebook. This is chill compared to, you know, having to be there in front of everybody. But so I want to say thank you. Netta, you said something, but you were muted. So probably saved us. Oh, hi. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. You did great. It's hi, so beautiful. good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to say I've heard you speak many times and what i love about this war game that joe puts is even the things we know like the star i've heard you talk about it before but we forget and don't practice it all the time so this is great for me to listen to you say that and i'm like oh yeah i heard that before i liked it last time for the next what five six months i'm going to use it again so you need to talk in about five six months again for me to hear it <laughs> anytime but, yeah, we hear things all the time and then we just, we love it at the time we hear it, we practice it for a little while and then we put it aside. So I'm so glad that I was on the call and I heard you say that because it really, now it's refreshing my mind. It's just, it's great. And it's good to see you as well. Good to see you. <laughs> and it's one of the things we talk about and what, what I'll go into companies is that it's that process that evaporates, right? And we get to that point where we go, you know what, you know, what would be great if we actually use the star system and somebody goes, what are you talking about? Right? And you're like, huh? And it's like, oh, oh, that's right. And you go back to using it. And so in almost every company you go into, there's something that somebody stopped doing. And it and you have to go back and go, why did we stop doing it? Well, I, I stopped doing it. and I didn't get in trouble because no one was looking at it. And then you go back to it. And I, again, you're, the seasoned pro will always say, I know more than everybody else, right? And I, I go in and I train people that sit across from me and go, look, I've been doing this longer. Now that I'm older, they don't say I've been longer than you've been alive because they'll be dead. But 
when they sit back and I say, oh, they go, I already know. I know everything you're going to tell me. I know this and that. And I'm like, great. Then listen for just one thing that I'm going to remind you of that you forgot to do. Right. And then they go, oh, now it changes the dynamic in the, in the training, in the relationship, but they will, they'll hear something and go, yeah, I used to do that, but I don't do it anymore. Why did I stop? I don't know. And so I, I say, thank you, because again, in war games, we have people at all different levels of the sales game and it's always good for everybody. Right. If you, if you check your ego at the door, you can learn from everybody. And so that's what I look at, but no, it was fantastic. And again, look, I took notes. So, (laughs) but again, I, I, I loved it when you stopped because what you said was the solution right? Don't search for a product, search for the product that provides the solution that they need. And too many people are so busy talking, they forget to listen. And I love that. So with no further questions on everybody else, um, I just want to say thanks so much, Jennifer, for coming on board and stepping out of the comfort zone to (laughs) jump on. Yes. And we know she's wearing shorts, right? She already told us you only have to dress up. (laughs) But yes. I want to say thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Have a great holiday, and we'll uh, see everybody next week. Thanks so much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks, you guys. Bye. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Educated. Want to learn how to close deals. Want to learn how to sell more. That's what we're here for at Sales Genius. Let's go.